0: Good evening. This is January the 20th. We'd like to welcome you to this time of devotion and prayer. I pray that you and your family are staying healthy and doing well. Thank you for joining us tonight. And if this is your first time worshiping with us, we'd like to welcome you to Forks of Elkhorn Baptist Church. We pray that you might feel the Holy Spirit as we have this midweek time of encouragement. I pray that you might feel God's love and you might be encouraged by his word. Tonight, just for a few moments, I want to share with you what God has placed on my heart. If you watch this service or were here on Sunday, you heard me share about all the many different funerals that we've been having in recent days and recent weeks. Really, the beginning of this year has just started out with so many who have lost loved ones and are hurting. But I wanted to share with you a passage of Scripture that you've heard me, I know, mention many times in sermons and maybe even on these Wednesday night devotions, but it's one that I think is relevant for the time in which we're living. And I pray that God would speak to you through His Word, but it's found in James chapter 4. Begin with verse 13. Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, We will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. You know, this is James, the brother of Jesus, who was writing to the church at Jerusalem as a pastor. These were trying times for the early church persecution, the church being scattered, many different problems that they faced, and remember back in verse 2 of James chapter 1, he said, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and really the letter that James was writing was to give encouragement to Christians, to keep persevering through all of the hardship, all the trials, all the persecution that they were going through. And I was thinking about this week, all the many funerals that we've had in recent days and weeks. This past Saturday, I did the funeral of a 52-year-old, unexpected, unexpected. I did the funeral yesterday of a 50-year-old and an 85-year-old. And tomorrow, I'm doing the funeral of a 56-year-old. All that is to say that death is no respecter of person or age, that none of us have the assurance of tomorrow. I've shared in many funeral services, as well as I've shared with you on Sundays, When James wrote in verse 14, why you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist or a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes. In the grand scheme of things, whether you're 85 or 56 or 52 or 50, whatever the age None of us have the promise of tomorrow. That's why we need to be sure of our salvation and our faith today. That's why we need to make wrongs right today. That's why we need to forgive someone today. That's why we need to say, I'm sorry to God or to someone today. That's why we need to tell someone, I love you today. And so my prayer is tonight, as we think about these uncertain days in which we're living with this continued pandemic that we've been going through soon, almost a year that we first heard of it in other countries, and then coming here, we've been dealing with this, trying to do our very best, churches have been trying to do their best, schools have tried to do their best in keeping our children safe. Our families have learned how to spend more time together. It's been a very challenging and trying time. But with the uncertainty of the world in which we're living, it's important that we make the most of every day by doing the things that God would lead you and me to do which I hope one of those things is that we're praying every day. And there's a passage of scripture that I've shared with you through this season that we've been going through, but I think today is an appropriate time to share it with you once again. Today, I was able to watch here at the church just for a few moments, some of the inauguration, and then I had someone to come in and turned it off but as i was watching the inauguration of a new administration come into into office i began to pray for president biden and vice president harris and there was a passage of scripture that i've shared with you that i would like to share once again and it's so important that this would be our response And, you know, maybe you did not agree with the outgoing president and you didn't agree with how he handled things or how he talked or how he uh, served as our president. And some of you may not agree with politics of our incoming new president or or what he believes or what he stands for. And again, our country is so divided But it's important that we as Christians, in the uncertainty of the world in which we're living, it's important that we pray. Paul wrote his son in the ministry, Timothy, and he's writing the church at Ephesus. He's writing you and me. He said, beginning with verse 1, 1 Timothy chapter 2, I urge then, first of all, he's talking about the importance of prayer. First of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth, and I am not lying, and a true and faithful teacher of the gentiles but i love this passage that we are called to pray he was talking about instructions on worship but he was also encouraging us that we would be a people of prayer and i hope tonight that we would all commit ourselves to pray and then he shared different ways with petitions which that's really making a request that we have a need that we have and praying for Christians that are being persecuted, praying for a spiritual renewal and spiritual awakening. We're praying that our country would turn back to God. We're praying for healing in our land from this virus, praying for racial unity uh, among races But it says with prayers, that's just prayers in general, all kinds of prayers. Intercession, that's praying on behalf of someone. Interceding as the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. And with thanksgiving, our prayers daily should be filled with thanksgiving for everything that God has done for us. And I love that it says that he wants us to live peaceful and quiet lives. And we are to pray for kings and those in authority. You know, wicked Emperor Nero was in power when Paul was writing this. And we are to pray for those in authority, for our president, for our vice president, for our governor, for our local authorities that that's our responsibility as Christians whether we agree with their politics and I've said so many times through the years we can agree to disagree and still love each other but I challenge you as a new president has come into office that we would pray for his success and pray for healing in our land and to pray for unity again We don't have to agree with everything that he stands for or some of his politics, but our response always as Christians is to pray for those who are in power, who are in authority, who are in a leadership position. That includes praying for pastors and our ministers, our staff, that you would pray for us as well. But but I love that it says that when we have these prayers and we're praying for kings and that we might live peaceful and quiet lives and that we have uh, lives filled with godliness and holiness to be set apart to be different the world might be acting this way or part of our country might be acting this way but we as christians have a higher calling to rise above and to be people of holiness and godliness and people of integrity and Christ likeness but it says when we do this that it pleases God and he wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth because he gave his life as a ransom for all of us and as we talk about the brevity of this life and life is passing by and I just want us to be prepared and the best way to be prepared is by giving our lives fully surrendered to Christ and if you've not done that tonight I encourage you to pray a prayer confessing your sin asking Christ to forgive you of your sin and inviting to come into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior and you can pray in your own words repent from the old ways and begin to walk in a whole new way, and newness of life. And to repent means to have a change of mind, change of heart, change of direction. And we start walking in the direction that Christ would have us to, to go, and the Holy Spirit would fill us, and lead us, and protect us, and guide us, and direct us to be the people God would have us to be. But I'm encouraging you to continue to pray. I Sunday, I think, mistakenly said that our fast and prayer time would end on Friday, but it actually goes through the 25th, which will be next Monday. And uh, I hope that you're continuing to fast and to pray for a great move of God, or you're praying for God's will in your life, or for a breakthrough in your family situation. Or some of you right now, I know you're craving those uh pepsis or cokes or diet pepsis or cokes or you're craving those sweets or caffeine or you're craving that social media or facebook but i encourage you to continue to fast and pray when i think about what i'm fasting from in my own life i think it's a small price to pay for what jesus christ gave up for you and for me when he died on the cross to save us from our sin. So I encourage you to keep praying and know that life is so brief. Uh, David called life but a breath and James calls it a mist or a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes. So I encourage you in the brevity of this life to to be faithful to pray, be faithful to read God's word, be faithful to, to forgive One another. Be faithful to tell someone that you love them before it's too late. Be faithful to read God's Word. Be faithful to witness or share your faith with someone who's lost. Be faithful to grow the fruits of the Spirit in your life. Be faithful to bring joy to someone, to laugh each day, to Tell your children you love them or your spouse you love them. Do a kind deed for someone, a kind gesture. Be faithful to do what God is leading you and me to do during these difficult days. And and if we do these things with all godliness and holiness, it's going to please God. If we pray for our leaders, it's going to please God. If we Continue to bring glory and honor to him. It pleases God. So, tonight, I just wanted to give you a word of encouragement because I know this is a continued challenging time for all of us. I ask that you continue to pray for this church as we do our best to minister to you during this pandemic. We still have seats available for worship on Sundays and ask that if God would lead you to come in person, we'd love to see you. But if you're continuing to worship virtually because uh, you still feel uncomfortable coming, we understand completely and glad we can offer uh, this ministry to you. But tonight, I would like to just close this time out by having a time of prayer. And I want to thank you again for worshiping with us and spending some time with us tonight and I hope that you were encouraged during this brief devotion. May we pray together. God, thank you so much for your love and your faithfulness and God, just as you were faithful to Paul and as you were faithful to Timothy and as you were faithful to James, you're faithful to us and you are faithful to your church and God, I pray that we would be faithful and responsible as Christians to do what we need to do, understanding life is so brief. And Lord, we've said many times, if we want to make God laugh, we tell you about our future plans, because ultimately, God, through your sovereignty, you're in control, and you know what's up ahead even when we do not. And I pray, God, tonight that you would forgive me and forgive us when we've tried to uh, control things and to do things our way instead of allowing you to to have the reins of our lives and to be in control and and to trust in you that you know what's best for us and for our families and we do. And you know what's best for our churches and for our lives. So, God, we just... ask that you would forgive us of our sin. And Lord, if there's someone watching tonight that's never given their heart and life to you, may this be the the night of salvation that someone would confess their sin, ask for your forgiveness, and invite you to come in to be their Lord and Savior. Or Father, maybe a Christian is going to renew their commitment to you and rededicate their life to say, you know what? During this time... I've had more time to think and to look at things through different eyes with a fresh perspective, understanding we've not been able to go and do the things we normally would do or to be with the people we uh, ordinarily were with, but Lord, maybe some some eyes have been opened, spiritualized to see what's most important, which should be our relationship with you followed by our relationship with our families and loved ones and friends. Father, I just pray tonight that you would just uh, recommit, that we would rather recommit and rededicate our lives to be the best we can be for you. And Lord, that we might forgive someone tonight. Maybe right now we're thinking about someone we need to forgive or maybe we're thinking about someone we need to call or we need to text, or we need to email, or we need to even go see and, and say, I'm sorry for things I said, or things I did, or misunderstandings. Life's too short to hold a grudge, or to grow bitter towards someone. Father, may you convict some people of pride tonight, and that we would quit blaming someone else, and Lord, that we would be responsible to make a wrong right, and Father, we do pray for President Biden and Vice President Harris as they take office today in their administration, Lord, that you would give them godly wisdom. And Father, that they would seek your will and all their decision-making and that our country, Father, would be healed not only from this coronavirus, but be healed from division and hate and anger. And Lord, I know tonight, Half the country is pleased, and half the country is dissatisfied, and bring unity, God, in that we could still find common ground to love one another through Christ. And Lord, we pray for revival and spiritual awakening. as we continue to fast and pray, we're praying for a great move of God that many souls would be saved, a great harvest of souls would come to Christ while there's time, Lord, that people would turn back to you and repent from sin, and our nation would repent from their sinful ways and come back to you, and Lord, we just pray for families that you would bring healing to marriages, bring healing financially, be with our children who some still are having to meet virtually and those doing hybrid school schooling and some that are in person, keep them safe and continue to give me and our safety risk management team and our staff wisdom as we try to minister through this uh, crazy time. And Father, that soon as vaccines are being given and and as people feel comfortable, we'll be able to come back together and embrace one another and worship together father we pray for families that are grieving over the loss of loved ones father for marty mclean who lost her mother and father for betty herod who lost her son and father for the perry family and the loss of jeff and for the roberts family and the passing of marlene oh god comfort all of these families and so many more whose grief is still very fresh. And, Father, we pray for comfort to be with those families. And, Lord, I was asked to pray for my friend Nancy Cox and their family and the loss of her mother, that you would comfort them and give them strength during this time in their loss. And, Father, just be with everyone tonight. Bless everyone God who's watching, bless their families, bless those, God, who are struggling with addiction, deliver them and draw them. That's been my prayer. Deliver them from their addiction and draw them to Jesus. Set the captive free. And Father, just uh, continue to bless this church and keep everyone healthy and strong. And Lord, there are folks that are still battling COVID or the side effects from it heal them God you're the great healer and the great physician be with many on our prayer list tonight that are battling cancer or going through treatments or some other uh, sickness or illness God bring healing to them because you are able with your stripes may everyone be healed both spiritually physically mentally emotionally relationally financially bring healing, we pray. and Father, we'll give you all the glory and the strong and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I wanna thank you so much for worshiping with us tonight. Thank you for just allowing me to to share from my heart some things God had placed upon my heart with with all these recent funerals and one tomorrow. Just, I guess, made me think, even more so about the brevity of life and with the varied ages, none of us are promised tomorrow. That's why we need to to get things right tonight while we have life and breath, while we're able. And so I pray that you are encouraged tonight to do what you need to do. And tonight as we close out, I'm grateful we're doing a throwback to our Old Forks Pickers, or we like to call them the Forks Pickers, are going to close out with a beautiful song. I hope you will be encouraged. I look forward to seeing some of you in person this Sunday. Others, I will be seeing you on live stream or Facebook Live. But thank you for worshiping with us. Don't forget how much God loves you and that I and we love you as well. God bless you and have a great night. Farther
1: along we'll know all of